saw your profile saw that like you do all this stuff you're an actress you're a dancer you're a singer and or rapper let's just say musician i checked out your music uh and everything i just like i checked out as much stuff of yours as i could and you have such a you have like a good vibe and anyway yeah thank you again for coming on and let me just you know give you a chance to to introduce you are you good i appreciate it i go by lovely marie I'm from Pennsylvania. I've been doing music since I was little. Like I didn't start actually doing it though till like a year ago. So I started writing when I was mm. like seven or eight. And it was more like on like the poetry tip. So then my dad, mm. he's passed away, but you know how dads already nosy as shit. He was going through my stuff. <laughs> and he was like, girl, <laughs> you need to do something with this. He was like, this shit is crazy. Wow. So I kind of wow. like just held on to that and I'm like, I, I got to do this for him. Yeah. So that's wow. how it kind of all started. Yeah. I'm interested in this because like, do you have like a like a real concrete goal with what you're trying to do, especially like with all three of those things? Just blow it up as big as I can. Yeah. Because like, I was just going after it because when I started the music stuff, I'm like, because it has like a lot of my real life shit in it because I've been through mm-hmm. so much traumatic shit that it kind of just like that was like my way to like release my pain mm-hmm. so then after that it just it just blew up after that because I dropped my first song and I was like I- I'm gonna just I'm gonna see what it do like I really wasn't mm-hmm. expecting none I had no fan base I ain't have shit I was like you know what I'm just dropping to see what happened and that bitch yeah. went dumb <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just went dumb and I was like okay there, there's something there because I'm a businesswoman at the end of the day. So if it don't make sense to do it, I'm not going to do it. Because if yeah. no one was fucking with it, I would have just, you know what I mean? I probably would have just did something else or figured something else out. But you know how some people, they, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm a rapper, da, da, but you don't got no real fans. Yeah. Like your, your music's not going nowhere. So when I seen I had a real fan base, I was like, all right, I, I got to keep this going now. Yeah. Wow. I love that. And, you know, I was on Twitter, like, we all do. And I was on Twitter the other day and, and I saw a tweet. It was something like uh, so many people are concerned with looking like they're a good person than actually like being a good person. Right. Something like that. Anyway, that popped up to my in my head when you said what you said in the sense that in the entertainment industry, you can get so lost with trying to look successful that you forget that you actually have to like be successful you actually like (laughs) you know gotta laugh on that shit because people don't understand it's 90 percent business and 10 percent music like literally like if you don't have your business down right you might as well forget it you like you're gonna be broke before you even start yeah yeah i agreed it's um i have so many things like flying up to my head right now uh there's a what was it drake like he had a um IG caption the other day. It was like, you know, at some point when you're while you're faking it to make it, you actually have to make it. Um, that was like the, it was something like that. Yeah. You know, but he said it in his songwriter way. I'm I'm definitely fucking it up, but <laughs> <laughs> but but the caption it was true in the sense that like, cause you get I get it right. Like, and I'm sure, and I you know I want I want to ask you about this too in terms of starting off and 
mentally what it's like in terms of like, you know, our whole lives. We've watched rap videos, we've watched music videos and like all this, like just all the like pizzazz and the shit surrounding it, where it's like, you know, well, in his video he has a Lambo and 50 girls dancing and this and that. And like that concern of looking the part. But for for a woman rapper, I'm sure that that obviously that the aesthetic of all that is is different. So I guess early on, and I'm sure now, have you like thought to yourself and try to like define like what your appearance is, what your vibe is, and like what you're trying to come across as? I'm honestly just myself. Like yeah. I'm just straight nutball, goofball, because I'm like that's the best way to be because. Like, I know a lot of rappers that, listen, I'm harder than a lot of these niggas. I'm going to just say that. <laughs> and, and it's like, you're not about what you're rapping. I'm about what I'm rapping. Like, I actually live what I rap. So I don't want to ever, like, portray something that I'm not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't live with myself being that way. Like, I'm, I sleep good at night knowing, like, I ain't lying. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Yeah. It's just it's easier that way. Just be yourself, like stay true to who you are, because when you try to start being other people, it's, it's not going to play out in your favor in the end, because mm. when you start getting on, like, you know, doing these podcasts or doing whatever, if someone's asking you these questions, you're going to have to have some type of explanation for what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. And then if it's yeah. not adding up and making sense, trust me, people aren't dumb. Like they're going to catch up like, hold on, this motherfucker lying. You know what I yeah. mean? So with me. A lot, everybody know who the hell I am. So it's like, they uh, are this bitch nuts. Like, everybody know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a good person. Uh-huh. They already know, like, dance, I strip. Like, I talk about that in my music. I done yeah. been in the damn streets, did all that shit. You know what I mean? So, like, I could talk about it. I feel comfortable mm-hmm. talking about it because I actually did it. That's like me, I guess, talking about horseback riding. My dumb ass ain't never been on no motherfucking <laughs> horse like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's it's uh first of all i mean there's so many things that you just said i want to like reply to one in terms of uh you know being a, a woman in rap and and you you know commenting on the fact that you're you're realer you're harder than a lot of the dudes in this you know industry that to me doesn't surprise me just because all men to some extent especially if you've never really been like tried or like really like experience some real hardship right there's this thing though as a man where you feel like just because you're a man you have some like certain level of validation or like toughness or this or that just because you were born a guy and i can just imagine that being a woman in a quote you know male dominated industry that you actually have to earn like being real and being tough and like making sure like you're, you know, you have your own back and everything. Like it's something that you actually have to look within and earn and think about compared to like a lot of these dudes. I think they just like come with that. They've never actually been like some tested. of these guys just be talking shit that yeah. they not about. And it's just like that should be blowing my damn marble because I'm just like, bro, I'll knock mm-hmm. the fuck out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because it's like <laughs> I know like a lot of guys like they'll come into the shit because like are you not a rapper? Like, they'll, they'll be like, you know, trying to try me. And I'm like, bruh, I'm not the one. And then I'll yeah. G check the shit out of them. And they're just sitting there yeah. quiet. Like, oh, she for real. Yeah. And it's like, like, don't do that. Like, just because I'm a woman, like, don't challenge me like that. And that's kind of corny that you're a guy trying to challenge me. 
Mm-hmm. At the same time, like if you want to go to the challenge, all right, let, let's go bar for bar or something. Then, like, let, mm-hmm. let's see who got, got the better song. Then, if we're going to challenge each other, but being on that obnoxious ass shit, it's like just be yourself. Like, if you a solid person, just be solid. Like, I'm gonna respect you more. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you come from. I don't care if you come from the burbs, the streets, the goddamn market. I don't give a fuck. Just be yourself. Like, that's solid to me. Like, you mm-hmm. faking it, you're someone that you're not. I'm gonna look at your ass funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate, too. I think uh, that pressure is not on. I've noticed in other genres, I've had um, artists from basically every genre on the podcast now. And I've noticed that this there's a unique pressure in hip hop to and where I think hip hop is a genre that has the most probably the highest concentration of people that feel they need to be something that they're not. And it's understandable in the sense that historically, hip hop has definitely been associated with just a harder way of living, whether it's Mm -hmm. uh, street shit, gang shit, this or that. But in 2022, I mean, I think guys like uh, Drake or Kid Cudi or Wiz Khalifa, dudes who like there's so many more examples now in the last 10 to like 15 years of people who just want to make music in the genre they don't come from the streets and they found success just being who they are exactly and, you know growing a base with people that identify with that so you know that that being said i'd say like you as a rapper and seeing other rappers i don't know if you you can relate but like where do you think in 2022 like i'm just curious of like what the mindset is for so many of these rappers that still think that they have to like portray some thing like where do you think that comes from Basically, I feel like it come from wanting to fit in. Like you look at these big rappers like Dirt, Baby, mm-hmm. Vaughn, they want to be that image. And it's like, oh, I got to be in the streets. And like, and for me, it's like, I had no choice. Like it was my life situation that put me there. Like I didn't want to be there just, you know, just for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. It was like survival mode for me. So it's like, if that was your situation, like don't, be out here acting like you want some gang shit. You know what I mean? Because you're going to get killed doing that stupid shit. And that's how a lot of these dudes do get killed because you're trying to be this hard-ass gang member or street person and you're not really cut like that. Mm. Like, Mm. so, and it's like, they also lie about what they do because they don't really got nothing to talk about. Because think about it, the best artists have real stories. Vaughn, real story. Dirt, real story baby real story those are always the super superstars because mm-hmm. it's like some of the other artists like female artists like i don't really listen to many of them because it's like all y'all talking about is selling ass or shaking ass mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck it's like i want to hear a little more than that i talk about it too because you know i have my hype songs but i also have parts in there if you really listen to it's like oh she's saying something mm-hmm. like i want to be able mm-hmm. to like correlate to you so if all you're talking about is being in the streets, but that wasn't really your background, like, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of weird. Like, it's just, it's weird yeah. to me. That's interesting that you, you think that, I, honestly, as a man, I've, I've never felt like it's my, I respect your opinion, but, you know, for me, I've never even felt like, in terms of commenting on, like, the content that women make, I'm like, you know what, this is one of those situations where, like, it's probably more productive for me to not even comment on it. Cause like, who am I to like be like, Oh, this is what women should talk about or shouldn't. But 
obviously you have that right to to speak on that. And I'm curious as to like, I don't think any of us, either of us know the answer to this question, but I just wonder if along the lines, like with the industry stuff, if they do have that content that's so that's real and that's personal. And I just wonder how much like, um, you know, you get to work with these big labels and how much they change, like mm-hmm. what they're like, you know, what that introspective song about like you and growing up, nah, because we, we don't think that's going to sell. You no, know, we need you to make some song about like shaking ass in the club. And like, I mean, obviously, I don't think, you know, the answer to that specific question, but I would say as you've got grown and as you've gotten bigger whether from fans or from people in the business, have you felt some pressure to make a certain kind of song? Like, have you reached that yet? Mm-mm. Okay. I, Cause I feel like, I just feel like it's just like, it's cool to like make that kind of music, but I feel like you, it should be a little bit of both. Like mm. I, I have my ass shaking music. And then I also have songs where it's like, okay, like I, I can hear the story in there. And mm. that, and maybe that's just me. Cause that's what I like personally. Yeah. So hell, some people might love just hearing ass shaking songs or hearing about shooting motherfuckers up all day. Yeah. Like, because I just feel like it's a time and a place for that. Mm-hmm. But as an artist, I feel like you should be able to open up on a different level. Like that what that's what makes you like a different level of an artist when you can like yeah. dig deep within yourself and put that shit into your music. Yeah. Versus yeah. like every song sounds the same. Like me as a fan, I'm gonna get bored. If every single song, it sounds like similar shit, you know what I mean? Right, right. No, that makes sense. I mean, it's I mean, it's kind of like emotions, like how we have a wide range of emotions. It just makes sense that you would, you know, want to make a wide range of, of songs because like you don't feel this one thing all the time. Exactly. You don't think this one thing all the time. So I am I've always wondered how much like, man, what would a, what would an artist sound like if they weren't? being handheld by these labels because you know that i know that selection process like it'll be like okay i made 30 songs and but the label is asking for 10 of those 30 to like put on the album and like they also have like a say in which ones make to the out al- make the album unless you're like you know drake level or kendrick level where like they just they're like you know what? we trust you like you're you've been doing this but like when you're starting off the new people that are signed on labels like they're a little bit more hands-on. So anyway, I, it's just a thought, really. But, you know, I, I'm just, I've always been curious, like, how, mu- how much do labels affect that person's sound when they're first starting off? I'm sure that they do. And I honestly would hate that. Like, I don't like my creativity level being messed with because that's what makes me me. So if mm. you're putting a cap on that and I can't be creative in my own way, now I'm just being creative for you, meaning the label. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. what, what, what y'all gonna do next? You want to write for me? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't feel respected at that point. And I'll probably just walk away from a deal at that point. Like, I would just want to be able to do my own thing. Like, let, let, let me be a creative little butterfly the way that I've been this whole ride. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause that, that's what I feel like they shouldn't do that to artists because they work their ass off to get their own fan base. They're the ones that was putting in the time and effort and doing all this other stuff. So when they hit that level, just let them keep doing their thing. Because clearly yeah. they was doing it without y'all. Right. Like right. be there as like the support and the backbone. But that's all it should really be. Like not unless yeah. the artist is like lagging. Then, then I can understand it because now, now the artist is messing with their money. Mm-hmm. But if you got a really good artist that already 
It's popping. They write good songs. Like, I don't see the need to mess with their shit. Yeah. Like that, that for me would piss me off. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I totally hear you. And, and what I can imagine is like, even if they're coming in with, you know, a sound that people already really like and they're buying, I, I can just, in terms of human nature, I can just imagine there's always someone in a group dynamic that just thinks that they have the better idea or thinks that mm-hmm. like they, you know, can make it even bigger, you know, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of ego and whatnot is involved, but I mean, anyway. That's like if you go to a fast food restaurant, right? Yeah. You got that favorite freaking meal that you like. And yeah. they, someone just went and tweaked the ingredient on it. And now that shit tastes funny. You're probably yes. not going <laughs> to buy it again. Yep. Which they do. Which they do <laughs> and, a and, lot. And they do it. They <laughs> Restaurants do it all the time. And I'm like, yo, it was fine the way that it was, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's, it's like, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's crazy. First of all, I, one of the first things that you said when we started that I'm so glad that you said is that you have, you actually have like a very genuine like origin story behind all this in terms of like what's fueling your ambition and the fact that like you you started off in poetry and what was that because you're you're not the first artist I've I've spoken to that started off in poetry and then kind of gravitated more towards songwriting and and was there as a kid like did you have any musical experiences or something that was like man like let me like transition this into songwriting no, I was just writing about everything I was going through. Mm-hmm. And that basically, like, when I met my producer, like, he's the one that helped me transition into, like, the rapping stuff. Okay. Like, he, like, helped me with, like, learning how to rap and taking the words and making it more song-worthy versus, like, it sounding like poetry. Mm-hmm. So that's how I mm-hmm. transitioned into it. Because So I did have a little bit of help with that. So he kind of, like, he just basically put me, like, through all this, like, artist development stuff because. I didn't really know about, like, I could rap. Like, I, hell, I'd be on the porch with my mom or something. We going at it back and forth, back and forth. So I already knew how to do it. He just yeah. helped me get it to another level, like, where I needed it to be. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Like, listen to your songs. I'm watching videos. And, like, first of all, again, something that makes me always so happy when seeing, uh, like, an artist especially like, you know, on their way is that everything else surrounding the music is on point in terms of like, you're not just rapping. You're not just like concerned about, okay, like how do I sound my flow and all this stuff. But like the, the quality of the music video is high. The quality of the mixing for the audio is high and like every, just the, in the creative direction surrounding it. And like, I'm just curious as to like, did you like have a mindset going into it, just knowing like, okay, if I'm going to do this music thing, then like everything surrounding it has to be like dope as fuck. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's quality over quantity for real, because mm. people will shoot their music videos and half of it looks like shit. Right. And it's like, for me, I'm a, I'm a visual person. So I want you to feel like you're in a movie with me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mm-hmm. want you to get into it with me. So like that matters. And if you think about it, like, as an upcoming artist, you're battling for your position. So if I can't go toe to toe with the biggest artist, I, I'm not going to stand the chance. So I have to go ham off, rip the show. Like I'm not playing. Yeah. You yeah. know, cause like, cause when you're doing like the little, like the little kid stuff, like the, like, I don't know, like I'm not going to come in on creative ideas and stuff like that. But when mm-hmm. you're at like that beginner level, you can tell. Yeah. Like you could kind of just tell like, 
who's advanced and who's not. I'm going to just say that. Yeah, absolutely. And that to me is where this is where like making sure that appearances is really important. Unlike like the the Instagram posts where it's like, okay, let me flash money. Let me do this or that. But it's like, this is this is where it's matters. Like, well, that money should be invested in the quality of your mixing, your mm-hmm. producing, your like the actual quality of your video. And like that, that's where looking the part actually matters and exactly. sounding the part. Hats off to you for like everything. Because I, I, it'll frustrate me when I come across artists where it's like, man, like this person's music sounds good. They have like big potential. But then like the the surrounding elements of what, create success in the music business be like oh well i mean that's a little weak this is a little weak and but i i, to- I also understand though in that like not a lot of people have uh life experiences mm-hmm. that maybe teach them the importance of like delegating other tasks where it's like okay like here's my goal but i know that like there's this part of it that i can reach out to this person that they're really good at this part of it and right. this part of it You know, so I guess like for all of your stuff, do you have, is it kind of like case by case where you reach out to different people or is, do you kind of have like a team going? I mean, I have a team, but when it comes to the music videos, I self-direct it. Like I put Mm -hmm. together like the whole creative vision for it. And I just, I hit up my videographer. I'm like, yo, we we can write a shoot a video. And even he's like, girl, you make this shit too damn easy. Like all I got to do is pull up and shoot. Like. Cause I already know what I want. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I just, I just go for it then. Yeah. And the problem with, with other artists, I will say is it's their ego because they want to be in control of everything. So it's like, hell, like I even gave other artists tips before. They just don't mm. fucking listen. Yeah. And, Cause it like, they take it as like, you're coming at them, but really I'm trying to give you some game. Yeah. And I always say, like, I'm a student forever for the rest of my life. Even if I'm a boss, I'm gonna be a student because that's how you learn. Like you learn new things every day. And if I peep someone's doing something better than what I am, I'm like, hold up. How yeah. how like how are you doing that? Yeah. Like I'm I'm gonna take notes. And that's how I get better because I actually listen. Yeah. Like some artists just like they're so damn cocky that it's like, oh no, nah, I'm the best. Da da da. Okay, bro, but you're really not. Yeah. Like you still have a lot to learn. So you got to bring down that attitude a little bit and you'll get further. Mm. Mm. So that that plays a big part with their or sometimes they just don't have the money. But hell, I know people that have been broke that made it. Yeah. It's just it has to do with like your hustle and your your willingness to learn again. Yeah. So once yeah. you get that down, Pat, you're not going to have no problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. And, and like you kind of, you know, touched on earlier, uh, a big part of it is like your why, like, like, why are you doing this? And the I mean, fuck, I mean, the amount of people I run into in the music world that you want to be famous and you're using music as like this vehicle to attain fame. And it's like, well, I mean, that's going to be tough because you've got people in this music thing that really love making music. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't really, really love this music shit and you just want to go to, like, fame, then, I mean, be a social media entertainer or YouTuber or something. Exactly. Like, you you got to have the don't... passion to do it. Like, yeah. mine for me, it's, it's a burning passion within my, like, mm. it's in my soul. 
Yeah. Like I'll go to sleep thinking about music, waking up thinking about it. Like, like dang, like I gotta hurry up and get these songs done. Hell, the team just got on me because that. Now, like, we need to get this damn project done. Da 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 da. But I got like yeah. five million things going on, so I'm like, all right, I need to put the shit in the overdrive real quick. But you have to like, once it starts feeling like a job, it's not for you. Mm. Like it should just be something that you like really love to do. Like kind of like, oh, I can't wait to go into the studio. Not, yeah. um, here we go. Like, kind of like, you don't want to go to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, all the great rappers, all the, you know, the big guys that make it out. I, I always hear stories of like people around them that'll, you know, do interviews and they'll tell stories about like, oh, you know, one time I was like partying with Jay-Z or any of these guys like Kendrick, Drake. And, you know, I was in the club and like, next thing I know, like, I look to my left and like they're not there anymore. And like, you know, they, I get a call from them and they like just randomly went to the studio like in the middle of the night and like they left the party to like go record. And you will see people come on and talk about, you know, these bigger guys, like their work ethic and, and what it takes. And but I can I can understand that, especially as you get bigger, man, because with the music stuff or really any skilled profession, it's like you, you start getting bigger you start hanging out with like bigger people and I can understand where you would forget like, well, fuck. I mean, the only way I can keep partying at this level is if I like keep making these records that people want to listen to. Like I gotta, mm -hmm. you gotta remember like the reason why you're even here, like in, in your spot and like what really got you there. And I can imagine like as an artist is rising that, without that mindfulness, it can be really easy to forget, like, well, shit, it's the music that brought me here. So I, I really got to stay dedicated to this thing, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, on the topic of music, because this is, it's awesome. Like you said earlier, you, you dance, you strip. And I'm curious as to like, because you have like real time experiences informing this. So like, what makes a great like strip club record? It has to be a bop. That's for sure. Especially mm. me being a dancer, like, I got to be able to, like, really feel it. Mm -hmm. And, it like, it could be, like, it could be slower, it could be fast, but it's, like, I don't know, like, the hook just has to be really, really catchy. Like, mm. I don't want to be, like, dancing to some, like, sad shit. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> we're, like, we're about to break up kind of shit. So, I don't yeah. know, like, the, the hooks, I feel like the hooks are powerful. Yeah. Because kind of, like, like, Future does it best. Future does it freaking best. Like, wow. all his shits are a bop. Like, I feel like they could throw anything of his on in the damn strip club and that shit just gonna go. Yeah. And it's also the, it's mainly the beat too, though. Like, the, the tempo, the beat and everything, like, it just, it has to be there. Mm. Yeah, nah, it's, uh, actually it was, um, Cardi recently said, I don't know if it was an interview. She may have just been like going off on, on Instagram, live, <laughs> but <laughs> she was saying something like, like everybody now. Cause like, you know, now it's like that kind of darker trap sound. And she was like, you know, we don't really have, like people aren't making like real, real club anthems anymore. It's like, everybody's talking about like lean and like some like sad shit and this and that. And I never really thought about it like that. Cause I, I would say like, she, is one of the more consistent artists that seem to really be making records that are like upbeat and re like really for like the club, like really mm -hmm. to dance to. But like a lot of the, you know, the other dudes that, where it's like, I like their music, but I've never thought about it in terms of like, how does it function in a dance environment? I mean, like, 
how long have you been dancing in in the clubs? Um, three years. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I would. I would. I guess I, I would have asked like if you've seen like a change over time in terms of like the style of the music and everything and like how it might like affect the experience. I mean, it depends because like the club that I mainly dance at, like their music. Uh, I'm not even gonna get started on that shit because <laughs> it's like it's the gentleman's club. And I keep telling mm. them, like, y'all killing the vibe. Mm. Like, y'all killing the vibe. Because they're, they'll play certain stuff. Because it basically, it goes off like a girl's cart. Mm. And they dance to, like, their kind of music. But yeah. I'm just like, yo, we're in a strip club, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do not want to hear, like, some Miley, Miley Cyrus or... <laughs> Like, other shit that I don't even know the damn name to. And I'm just sitting at the bar, like, literally, like, with my face in my drink because I'm about to lose my shit. Because I'm like, yo, yeah. I can't even throw my ass to this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> damn. You just pointed out something to me that I only have one image of what a strip club is. Or just, like, well, just clubs in general. So I associate it with, like, hip-hop and, like, a certain vibe directly. But, like, then I remember, like, damn, there's, like, really clubs out here that like you know they got the girls dancing like acdc and shit and like mm -hmm. like like old school like rock like real rock and roll and like what is it about i guess a regular like strip club and then like a quote-unquote gentleman's club that like what are the differences that makes the distinction important so you have your urban clubs and you have your gentleman's club gentleman clubs is more i'm gonna say for the old heads mm. like older guys go there it's almost like they want like that date night experience mm. with a real pretty girl. They just want to, hell, you could just sit there and be cute and get paid. Wow. Don't, don't even got to dance. Like you would just sit there. You're, you're just looking cute, getting money. <laughs> Versus you going to a real strip club, you busting your ass. Like yeah. you're, you're shaking your ass. That bitch fall the fuck off at the end of the night. Like <laughs> there's like, so it's like two big differences there with the, like the environment. Mm. Mm. And I'm curious, and it's just because I, you know, damn, I'm, you're the you're the first. Uh, I've had like street dancers on the podcast. I've had like ballet dancers. I think you're the first like club dancer I've had on. So forgive me if I'm because I just want to like pick your brain on this for a oh, second. Oh no, you're but, good. You're good. Yeah, man. So I'm realizing like as I'm talking to someone who's actually doing this, I'm realizing like all the things that have informed me of what this art form is unfortunately in pop culture it's always seen as like some it's always looked down upon to some extent or over exaggerated in the sense mm -hmm. like i'm sure you the cardi j-lo movie that came out like what three four maybe three or four years ago mm -hmm. you know and like i think I, I guess what i'm wondering is in your experience actually in this verse what is depicted what what are some things like whether about the strippers or the environment that like every like people just like would not know or understand well for one everybody thinks that we all sell pussy and that shit get on my damn nerves because mm. that's not the case i don't do none of that shit i get my bag mm. and i go take my ass home so yeah. a, a lot of people assume so much and it's like when they come in there it's like <sighs> I, I could hit on so many different things. Like, even with guys, like, they just have this expectation, like, that we're supposed to do certain things. It's like, yo, we're not here for that. Mm. And that's where a lot of the dancers, they mess it up for us because they start doing the extra shit. Now the girls that don't do it, 
their bag be getting affected because they're not doing it. So it's a lot of it's a lot of bullshit that be going down that it's just like it's fucking annoying. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's yeah, I've never I mean, why would I? I've never thought about that way. And it was it's funny that you say that, too, because I actually went to work last night. And there's a customer in there and I, and I was like, you know, we were talking and I was like, well, why, why doesn't your girlfriend come in here with you? And he says, well, she thinks that all you guys are being sex trafficked. I was like, what? Yeah. And I just started cracking the fuck up. I was like, yo, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? She yeah. was like, well, she thinks that you guys are in here against your will. I said, <laughs> in what fucking way? Like, like, why do y'all think like this? Yeah. I was like, it's entertainment. I was like, I'm pretty sure y'all motherfuckers watch porn. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that y'all watch TV and y'all see these fake sex scenes and, you know, it's entertainment. Right. It's the same damn thing. Like we just dancing. Yeah. Like that's what y'all come there to see. And it's like even with the girls, like, oh, my God, the couples be killing me sometimes. Like because the girl come in with the guy and then she ends up getting mad at the dancer for doing her job. (laughs) Holy shit. It's like, why? Like, why are you here? Like, why are you here then? Like, if you're not yeah. here to have fun and have a good time, take your ass home. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not, I, trust me, I'm not with the bullshit because I'll tell a bitch real quick, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's so, that's interesting, man. I've never even, I've never, still, I've not been to a, a strip club, mainly only because I've never, I don't think I've ever just like sat amongst myself and been like, you know what? I'm feeling a strip club right now. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I don't have any like positive or like, negative thought of what it would be i actually you know if i went just because i'm a fucking music nerd i would probably go for like the sake of um i would like bring like a literal like pencil and notepad and from like a production standpoint i would sit there watch everybody and just go song for song and be like hmm okay like what like what songs like did people react to the most like like did they get like super hyped for right literally just sit there and like take notes and be like okay and then like try to find like similarities and like the the production elements and the hooks and this like i would literally just go for the music and like observe like how people are reacting to it because a lot of rappers have said that a lot of times when they go to strip clubs like they'll i mean they're there they're vibing and shit but they like take mental note of the records that like people go like crazy for and they try to like sit there and be like damn like well what what is it about these songs in particular that like makes people go like okay like this is the one and, it's, de- um, it's definitely the beat definitely it, ha- yeah. it starts with like when you hear like that drop on a certain song mm-hmm. it's like hell yeah like it yeah. just it just gets you turned up and then when the hook is crazy catchy it's a rap because mm-hmm. like you know like certain rappers like you can't even understand what the fuck they're saying half the time but the beat is so damn hot the hook oh. is so freaking catchy that everybody's <laughs> just going stupid. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's, that's really what does it. Yeah, no, nah, I bet. And, and it doesn't surprise me that Future would be at the top of that list. It, it really doesn't because he has, it's something about the quality of his voice and the beats that he picks and just everything. It, just, it, it all just works real well for that, like, for that vibe. It makes sense. So, and I guess, like, I guess, the, I mean, really, like, one of the, like, I guess the last thing I'm, I'm kind of curious about is if have you danced in different parts, like different regions in the country? Because it seems like dance, like club culture is real different depending on like where in the country you're at. Well, I've danced in Atlanta and it's, it's not too different from Pennsylvania. Okay. Like we all listen to the same stuff. But okay. Chicago, 
when I dance in Detroit, it's a whole different sound. Wow. Like their sound is like, you know, their sound. Mm-hmm. So there's some songs I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> it was, it was kind of like, it wasn't hard for me to dance to. Like once I like, I'm pretty good with like catching like onto the beat and stuff like that. But cause I don't listen to their kind of music, mm. but it was definitely like a whole different, I'm trying to think of like, who's a good person to refer to with that kind of sound. I can't think of anybody that I, I could leave a list right now, but their sound is definitely different. Mm. Now that you mention it, I feel like dancing to like uh, Eminem or like T Grizzly would be fucking like weird. It's not it, because the, the, it's the way like their beats, they seem to be more like bar heavy up mm-hmm. there than like, you know, just like the beat or just riding the vibe. Right. So, like, they're, like they're great artists, but I wouldn't prefer to dance to their music. Like, mm. I'll dance the offset quick, Migos quick, Lil yeah. Baby quick, like, cause the beats are so up tempo and they're hype songs. Like they they put you in that zone, mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. don't want to be in there on some like, you know, I'm trying to scam a motherfucker type shit, or yeah. I don't know. But then again, maybe that's somebody vibe. For me, yeah. that's just that's just not my vibe. Yeah. Yeah, no, that it makes sense. And obviously, you know, everything is overhyped. You know, like, I think people forget that. I mean, look at where we are. We're in America. So, you mm-hmm. know, everyday regular people are going to find something to do to make money. So not everybody that you're going to run into a club is going to be some type of person. It might be someone who's like paying for school in there. It's probably a lot of people in there doing that. Like oh, hell yeah. There's yeah, people like, that are like going to school trying to pay off their yeah. debt. And that, that's what kills me too. Cause it's like people talk so bad about dances, but it's like, bro, I probably don't touch more money in a week than you have in fucking three months. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, and that that just it just pisses me off because it like people's mindsets are so little that mm-hmm. they don't see the bigger picture. I play chess, not checkers. I work smarter, not yeah. harder. Yeah. So it's like, like when you if you want to be in that mindset to where you want to kill yourself. And you want to work two, three, four jobs? Kudos to you, baby. That mm. I don't want to do that shit no more. Yeah, been there, yeah. done it, and it's freaking exhausting. And the thing yeah. is, is like it's not. And I'm not telling every girl to go dance or strip, but you should have some type of hustle to you. Mm-hmm. Like find find your passion and what you do, and turn that shit into income. Yeah, I knew that I could dance my ass off, and I'm like, all right, it's either go back to the streets or hit this motherfucking pole. Yeah. I'm went to the pole. I can't go to jail for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's it's smart. And 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 I think something that you have that probably this is, you know, as frustrating as it can be to be an artist and trying to, you know, make it and, and get up there. I always try to remind myself how dope it is to have like a real goal in the sense that like to anyone who's ever just been like okay let me chase money that's like a road that like you don't even know where the fuck you're going if you're just chasing money and like that's all you're doing Mm -hmm. you don't even know like where you'll end up but if you have some specific where it's like well i want to make money through this specific goal that i have or like this goal is like where i need to end up then then like all everything you're doing right now it's just so much easier to be like well that's good for me or that's not good for me because you have this like end goal in sight for yourself you know where exactly you, can, like, you know so it's cool that like obviously you know you have this goal with your music and with your art and i'm sure that that like that just helps you like with everything that you're doing 
it helps you be like, well, is this going to help get to that thing? And exactly. Yeah. So that's good, man. And, And I don't think every artist has that again, like, because it's like, are you in this for the right reasons or or not? So yeah, you gotta have a you have to have an end destination to like where you're going. Because I've seen girls they get lost in this damn strip club shit. Because hell, my goal is to get the hell out the strip club. Like this mm-hmm. shit ain't forever. But yeah. it's like they get in there and they get so lost in the money, like you said, they don't have like no direction of where the fuck they really going. Yeah. For me, I know what my goals are and like. I know what when I want to get out and I know the next move that I'm going to make because that I've I just always been that way. I got a plan. Yeah. I execute that shit. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. And I guess, uh, damn, you've got I see. I didn't even know you did poetry before this. So really, it's kind of like four things. And, I'm, and then of those four, it's probably like a bunch of just stuff you do outside of that. But I guess like because you just seem so busy that now I'm curious to like how like the acting parts of this all uh, fits into like all this that you're already doing. So, I mean, what, what's like the, the origin of that? How'd you get into that? If I'm being honest, I was just on my Instagram story wilding the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so <laughs> funny how that happened. Shout out to my guy, Villain TV, dog. Cause he's the one that got me onto this shit. Like, he got a popping as YouTube. His shit's on 2B TV all over the place. Uh-huh. Cause basically I was just like, I was going out, I was going through mad shit and like, I just get on my stories and I just be ranting and everybody be cracking the fuck up. Cause I told you I'm a fucking goofball. Like, I'll just be on that bitch talking shit, talking heat. I, I just, I didn't give a fuck. And he hit me up. Yeah. He was like, yo, I need you in one of my movies. Yo. He's like, you're a damn nut. Like, <laughs> and that's really how it started. Like it kind of just, it just happened. Like I wasn't even searching to like do acting. Yeah. It's like it's just like the opportunity just like dropped in front of my face. Mm. And, and it was funny before that, because with my rant stuff, everybody was like, yo, you need to do comedy or something like you were freaking hilarious. And yeah. I was like, eh, maybe. But I was, you know, I was focused on my music. So then it's yeah. just like everything kind of just like unraveled itself. I guess God just put you where, where you're supposed to be in the right time. Mm. And that that's how I look at it, because it's like with everything that I've done is like. It's just like opportunities just coming my way. It's not really nothing that I went really digging for. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how long have you been doing this? Um, with the acting, same amount of time, about a year. Okay. Like I started okay. everything back in 2020. Mm-hmm. So for, I have to say about, about two years now because it is 2022, but so getting close to two years. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's it's cool. So, I mean, obviously, you know, you seem to have this uh, you have something about you that I'm guessing that it doesn't take you too long to uh, to just like figure something out and not just figure it out, but figure out like how you'll do it, and how it works for you specifically. So that's cool. I mean, it has the acting thing. Is there anything you've like learned through it that like maybe surprised you in terms of like maybe how like it's informed like your music or just your thought process on other things? It just made me realize that I'm actually good at it. Like being an actress. And I'm like, oh, I really love doing this. Cause when I first, I I knew I wanted to get into it before I was like, man, I want to start doing like YouTube stuff. And then once I started doing that, I'm like, y'all really like doing this shit. Yeah. So now it's just like, it's just a part of who I am now. And I'm just like, I love doing it. So if I get more roles, opportunities, hell, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah, man. I love that. I admire how much you have built 
first, I mean, just seeing your following and everything you've put out and what you're doing and where you're doing it, because like you're, you're going harder than so many people I know out here in L.A. where like this is a supposed land of like what you're doing in terms of like your multi-talented artists and trying to make and do it all this. And like I'm interested, like, have you have you thought of like where you'll be next, like next steps for you? Like have you thought of the West Coast or like New York places, like bigger places like that? I guess I'm just going to go like wherever the opportunity presents itself, because it's mm-hmm. like I'm so focused on like building my brand that it's like mm-hmm. people are just gravitating to me. So yeah. it's like and it's it, with the acting thing, it is a little harder being based in PA because all the bigger opportunities are out in L.A. They're out mm-hmm. in Florida, Texas, New York. And even like if you go on like some of the sites, it's like only local talent. Cause like basically like will be considered. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna keep hustling this shit because it, it's it's gonna come to me. Yeah. Like eventually, like my my work is gonna be so crazy that people are going like people see it. Yeah. Like I get yeah. hit up from all over the place. Like people from the UK have hit me up. Like yo, when you coming out here? And I'm like, when their business to come out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if if the money calling, hell, I'm coming. <laughs> oh man, I you cannot can't argue with that I, I like that a lot yeah i just I, I don't waste no time like i don't do shits and giggles and like i'll like i talk to people i'm a good person all that stuff but like time is money yeah so i'm not just gonna like hop a flight to go sit around and like just do dumb shit like mm-hmm. i actually gotta go out there with a purpose a plan and to execute something like for me yeah. it, it just it, ha- it has to make sense for me yeah yeah well cool i mean before we wrap this up i think last thing i'll Asking first off, thank you again for for coming on here. Just because I, I love your perspective on stuff, which I think all artists need. You seem to have a really strong sense of accountability, like in the sense of like wherever I'm at right now, what I want to accomplish. It's it's on me to just like you know figure out what needs to be done. I'm gonna put in the work. So that's awesome because I, I don't think you once in this podcast like blamed anything or anyone for anything you know you've just been like well like i've got to put in the work here's where i'm at here's who i am and we're just gonna make it happen so yeah you have to because at the end of the day like no one's gonna do it for you but you right kind of like even with your podcast you had to put in that work you had to put in that time so there are no handouts with anything that you do so why would someone want to work with you if you constantly need, need your hand held Yep. I like staying solid on my own. So then that way can't can't nobody come fuck with my damn castle. <laughs> yep. That's how yep. I feel about it. Yeah. That's awesome. So I guess my last question for you would be you seem to I think you have probably a lot to impart on like maybe other artists or just other people in general. But I guess like what what are some things like in your experiences that you would say has like helped you find the success that you've had that like maybe you would like tell to like young artists or new artists? Mm, you just got to find that fire in you. You mm. got you to find that, that reason that, that you want it. And if you can't find a reason, it's not for you. Mm. Damn. That's pretty clear and cut. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that that's real shit because it's like, what, what you here for? And why yeah. are you doing it? And if you can't answer me, we ain't got shit to talk about. Yeah. Damn. That's pretty real. That's uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight to the point. <laughs> That's just facts. Yeah, I love that. Well, hey, again, I know you're, I just got an insight into how busy you are. So again, thank you for your time. And 
Uh, for people listening, as always, thank you if you made it to the end. This is a song called Life, and we're out. Peace.